reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Are you happy to be in church? Are you happy to be in church? Then give me a louder hand clap. Hallelujah. We just came back from a camp, a church camp. Hallelujah. How many of us were at the camp? Going deeper, doing more. Amen. When I say going deeper, say doing more. Going deeper. Going deeper. Oh, I said going deeper. How many of us are going to go deeper? Oh, by God's grace, we are going to go deeper and do more. Hallelujah. And I'm happy to tell you that it's testimony time. And tonight our testimony is an in-person testimony. Amen. Yes, it's been a while since we had somebody coming here. And it's no other person than our sister, Emilia Bimbil Johnson. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help me welcome our sister, Emilia. Oh, you, your hand clap can be better. Yeah. One day you also come and share testimony. Oh, can you take off your mask for us? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, are, you, are you happy she is here? Yeah. Aunt Emilia, please tell us what has God done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. All the time. Um, my testimony is about how obeying the instruction of Bishop became a major breakthrough in my life. Amen. So, um, July, 7th July 2019. Yes, which is the Great Invitation Sunday. Bishop asked everybody here to bring a bus. I didn't know how I was going to bring a bus. So, I, I came here to take uh, a covenant form for a taxi. Amen. Amen. But God being so good, I was able to do a bus. Amen. Wow. How many of us remember that last year? I'm sorry, last week, Bishop. You remember that? Okay. So we are coming to that. So on my covenant form, maybe I'll let, I'll let him read. Is this the original paper? Amen. Wow. She so, has the covenant form here. On my covenant form, this is what I wrote. Okay. So she says. I, Emilia Bimbel Johnson, on this day make a covenant with God that if I bring a car, Uber, taxi, or bus full of souls to church on the 7th of July 2019, God will honor me with, one, the fruit of the womb, two, a permanent employment for my husband. Amen. Oh, you can put your hand. It's a covenant. Bishop didn't just print this for printing sake. Hallelujah. Amen. So my first son was five years, but after five years, I, I was not able, I had not been able to conceive. Amen. So I took this form, and exactly a year, that's 2020, God answered each 
each and every prayer on wow. this paper. I, I can't believe you are still sitting down. The fruit of the womb is not a small testimony. Having permanent employment is not a small testimony. Come on, if they are giving a hand clap, let it be better. So tonight, I want to encourage everyone here that last week when Bishop said we should come for everybody, if you want to bring a bus, come. I quickly came because I know what it meant to me. Amen. Amen. It's unfortunately, I had, not, I had not been able to share this testimony, but I believe that God was keeping this testimony for this day. Amen. So that those of us who couldn't do, some of us couldn't even come in front because, oh, it's too difficult. But some of us, our breakthrough is in this. Amen. And I want to also ensure you that we are in a great church. Yeah. We are in a testimony church. Yeah. But if you believe and you obey instructions, that is when your testimony will come. So I want to encourage you, if you're not, that, if you're not going to do a bus, you can do a taxi on 15th of July 2021. Amen. Amen. May, May. May. Sorry, May. May. 15th May. Sorry. 2021. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's why. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for that very powerful testimony. Amen. How many of us are going to do a covenant with God? I will. When, when God smells covenant, I remember one time prophet said, when about God smells covenant, it's like in sorry. Then he comes and he wants to just do something for his children. I believe that this testimony, many of us are going to plug into it. Yet last week, Bishop gave us the opportunity. Some of us didn't take that opportunity. Maybe you're online. You said, oh, on that that, that day, you will join us online. But you are changing your mind right now. You will come here. You will not come alone. You will come with an Uber. You will come with a bus. You will come with a Sprinter bus. And God is going to answer that testimony. Put your hands together for her. Thank you very much, LP Emilia, for that very powerful testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, I'm odd. I'm odd. Are you odd like I am? Oh, are you odd like I am? Then let's put our hands together for God, for that very powerful. That, your hand clap is for God, not for, not for, not for, not, not for Emilia, not for our sister Emilia. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And you know, whenever a powerful testimony like that comes up, we need to wash it down with some good music. Hallelujah. And we want to wash it down with some very powerful music from our sister, no other person than our sister, Grace. Oh, come on. Let your hand clap be better.
15th of May because it'll be the night of beautiful, beautiful music here in this place as you also contribute to your souls. They contribute the music, you contribute the souls. Is that a good idea? How many of you enjoy the music in the service? Almost like you're serenaded, beautiful. Well, I'm happy to tell you that there's more of that coming your way. Why don't you put your hands together and let's welcome our sister Mary to also minister to us.
Haleluya. At your feet, oh Lord, is the most high place in your presence, Lord. I seek your face, I seek your face down at your feet, oh is the most high place in your presence Lord I seek your face I seek your face there is no higher calling no greater honor than to bow and kneel before your throne I'm amazed at your glory and praise by your mercy oh Lord I live to worship you down at your feet oh Lord is the most high place in your presence Lord I seek your face I seek your face there is no higher calling no greater honor than to bow and kneel before you the most high place in your presence Lord I seek your face I seek your face sing down at your feet oh my Lord is the most high place in your presence
lovely song, Down at Your Feet, O Lord, is the most high place. Hallelujah. Well, tonight we continue to enjoy some good music. Um, I think you should clap your hands for the instrumentalist tonight. But it's not over. There's one more to come. Hallelujah. How many of you like more of a good thing? Like when something is good, you know, yes. Today I was eating something and it was nice. And I kept going and going into the container again until it was completely finished. So we might as well finish it. So ladies and gentlemen, why don't you put your hands together for one more minstrel before the word of God comes. Let's welcome our sister Enam to minister to us. Heaven, never. 
living in a world of darkness He came along and brought me the light He never in its streets of gold Or a land where we'll never grow It's been worth just having the Stop too early. It's on to the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. What a blessing. You feel blessed to be in the church tonight. I just love the atmosphere of his presence. And I want to take the opportunity to remind you that on the 15th of May, we'll be having our special Founders Day outreach, which is a musical night. Hallelujah. A musical night. A musical night. And I'm sure you can tell from the way the instrumentalists are going. And the soloists are going that it will be very, very heavy. I can't wait for it. But you will bring your souls and they will supply beautiful heavenly ministration. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to announce to you that your favorite time of the church service has arrived. Amen. There is something that the Bible describes with words like honey and sweet. Amen. And that is the word of the living God. And tonight, I believe that when the word comes to you, it will be sweet to you. It will fill your mouth and it will do good things to you. The Bible describes it as a double-edged sword. Something is about to come tonight that is able to cut away your sorrows, that is able to slash away your frustrations, that is able to remove the things that Satan has tied to you. So ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I want you to help me. You can help me with that hand clap. Your shout is helping me. Even if you jumped around, it will help me. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan. As he brings the word of God to us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and make some noise. Come on.
I love the excitement. Somebody can shout some more. Somebody can jump. Somebody can run. Clap your hands for Jesus. your life expect him you are in his presence now listen you are in his presence in his presence service did you get it you are in his presence in his presence service clap your hands for Jesus And I, I believe that you will carry something home. I believe that God is going to touch your life. There is a presence that refreshes. And I have no doubt that you will be refreshed. So I want you to put your hands together. in a powerful way and then you may please be seated beautiful tonight I don't know how I feel you know like uh, Bishop Kobe always says when you are enjoying something that is nice you don't want it to end. Unfortunately, what I've been enjoying is about to end. And it's not pleasant. I also want to thank God for an amazing camp we've had. <laughs> Clap your hands for that experience. And I want to thank the GSOs. For an amazing work you've done. I would like to see you after church, the GSOs. And um, also appreciate a major contribution being made in this church by all the leaders in this church. In this service. Now, the, 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 the contribution they are making is a contribution of prayer. A lot of prayer is now going into the work we are doing. And I want all the leaders who gather here on Fridays, 
who are praying on other platforms to know that your prayers are being answered. And all I will ask is that you keep praying. Because no one can help a man God is not helping. You only help a man God is helping. So, when you pray, you introduce God's help in your work as a man. And then, other forms of help come in. So, I want everyone to stand to your feet and let's appreciate the leaders who are praying. Who are praying. The, the prayer part of the church has become the main part of the church. And Lady Reverend Emma is not here, but I want us to clap our hands for her for leading the prayer charge in a very powerful way. And it's my prayer that even if we don't do anything, but we pray, God will come into our midst. Clap your hands once again. And you may be seated. Tonight, I'm also very happy to have a brother and a friend all the way from Geneva, Switzerland. And um, I don't know why he will leave Geneva to come to Oibi into the forest to attend a church service. But he's here. And his presence here has already spruce up the atmosphere. I love him. He's a very, very great friend. Very anointed. And he's one of the old members of the church. Long standing. I told you at the camp, we have two types of churches now. We have the church you are seeing now. Then we have the what? Oh, you are the camp. Clap your hands for Jesus. So please help me welcome Reverend Duke Jamara to come and bring us a greeting from Geneva. He's, he's, he's come to Ghana to be with us for a while. He's doing some major work and he has left to come here. Clap your hands for him, Reverend Duke. You may be seated as he brings us a greeting. Hallelujah. It's time I... Uh, my wife and I are in Switzerland. We lodge in his house. He has a beautiful house. And his wife is an amazing woman. And we thank God for a family we enjoy in the church. The church is a family. It's a family. So next time you are in Geneva, just contact me. I'll also after you've paid your consultation fee 
I will direct you to the right source. Reverend Duke, you are welcome to church tonight. Thank you, Bishop Ogo. Um, it's really an honor and very humbling to be in his presence. And I want us to appreciate Bishop Edwin Ogo for this beautiful, in his presence service. It's, it's so beautiful and it's so colorful. And I've been floored by the wonderful music and the colorful people here. And I can't wait to hear the message Bishop Ogo is about to preach. Why don't you put your hands together for Bishop Ogo? <laughs> Clap your hands for Reverend Duke. I thank God for Bishop Dagwood Mills' life. I mean, through him, I know such great, great men and women. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You may be seated. I, I told you I, I am not too happy because the food we've been eating is about to get finished. Today I'm preaching from chapter 12. The final chapter of the key facts book. And uh, I don't even know what God is going to lead me into next week. But he always guides us. He always leads us. And um, it's been a great journey in this book. And I want to ask everyone to go back to the messages on salvation, fellowship, baptism, water baptism, Holy Ghost baptism, and all, you know, quiet time. Clap your hands for this book. The yellow book. Some have the green book, but we have the yellow book. Clap your hands once again. I was casting out some devils and lost my voice. But I'm happy you can hear me. And you should know that it's not the voice. It's the power behind the voice. So God is going to touch you and God is going to speak to you. I'm actually enjoying the way I sound because it's romantic. <laughs> Husky voice. And my wife enjoys that type of voice. So I pray that once in a while I'll have some demons to cast out and then we'll have this time. But I'm preaching on the title Your Role as a Church Member. your role as a church member. This, this book is for new believers. Actually, it's here. Key facts for new believers. But if you remember, when we came back from COVID lockdown, I said, all of us have started again. The church has started again. As individuals, 
we've started again. And you know, Grace, can you come and give me a song? Grace. Grace. Grace is singing grace. Oh 
days you left in your heart cause you heart too much too much to carry overwhelmed by the things of this world but I know I know the beauty beauty can come out of ashes oh oh oh, oh. I'll take it again I'll take it again say Dipping days Lord I walked away Cause I Cause I got so much So much guy Nothing left to say Left me speechless Forgive me Lord Forgive us Lord For our weaknesses Lord some of us as we've joined the church 
And I want to welcome all those who are with us today for the first time. Everyone is welcome to church. You have now joined the family. A church is a family. And what our pastor and our father is teaching us as his children is that you have a responsibility as a member of the family. You have a role to play. And it's important that you play your role so that you can enjoy the reason for which God has put you into the family. The Bible says God set it the solitary into families. So God brought you here. And it's important you, you don't become difficult. Because it says that even though God brought you here, if you are difficult, you can still be here and experience dryness. God brought you here to bless you. He said, the solitary. That is, you are alone. And God doesn't want you to be alone. It's not good to be alone. So he brought you here. You might have been among we smokers, revelers, unbelievers, and God removed you and brought you here. He brought you here. And he brought you here so that you will not be lonely again. But you can be here and be lonely. You can be here and be lonely. One of the chapters, I don't know that was the previous chapter. No, last but two. Grow as a new believer by fellowshipping regularly. You know, fellowshipping regularly. Because, get it again. The reason why you are here is that God found you lonely because your destiny always is linked to people and you you may be among some people but still be lonely because your destiny is not there so God brought you here because you see it is in him somebody wrote an article or something and I was very very impressed you know by a phrase the person used he said the church is the only outpost of heaven I mean, I found it very beautiful, very beautiful. And out, the only outpost of heaven is the church. If you want heaven, it's the church. It's the only, I mean, I, I, I found it very, very, very poignant. That the only outpost of heaven is the church. So God brought you here, Alodi, to give you a life. But you can be here and be lonely. You can be here and not have any relationship. So today's message, I doubt that I'm going to end this because it's just, I would like to preach it next week. 
I think it's seven points. Seven points. So I'll do some two or three and just stretch it. You know, but, but the reason he's brought you here is so that you walk a certain way and live a certain way so that you will not be dry because you see, the last bit says but the rebellious dwell in a dry land but may you not be in a dry land in the church Amen. there are many diseases or conditions in, the, in, 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 in life and in the body where you can be in the middle of a lot of things and still be hungry you can be at a place where there's a lot of money and you are poor. Your body can have a lot of sugar, but you need sugar. There can be hunger in the midst of plenty. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. So today, join me along the road as we learn about your role. I mean, are you, are you just here to be bust? and brought to church? I mean, is it just about sitting on a bus and coming to church? Is that it? It cannot be. So this is a good teaching. And I pray you will listen. Your role, what is your role in the church? As a church member. So that God's will will be done in your life. Because his will doesn't just happen. Even Jesus said it. That God's will doesn't just happen. You pray it. It's prayed. It is lived. It is worked out. Healing is God's will. But miracles are worked. God's will is worked. You don't just sit back. And relax. There's no sofa in the kingdom of God. There's no what? Sofa. There's no sofa in the kingdom of God. If you find a sofa, don't sit on it. Yes. A prophet told us that if you are in the kingdom of God and you find a sofa, don't sit on it. Because curses and problems are on those who sit on the sofa. Amos, the prophet, chapter 6, verse 1. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion. Woe to those who are at ease. There's no ease in Zion. Yes. If you take your ease, the kingdom will ease you out. Woe! To those who are easy. You are making me shout. And my mother says I shouldn't shout. So please. Let's be together. And learn what our pastor is teaching us. What is he saying? We should do in the church. Number one. He says. Number one. Your role as a Christian. He says. Your first role as a Christian, your first role, sorry, in the church is that of a faithful attendee. Obey. 
Obey. You know, let me come this way and preach. There's a woman charming me there. Making me lose concentration. It's better here. Yes. Your first role as a Christian is to be a faithful attendee. Yes. Attendee. That is. As a church, we must gather. Families are together. So whenever we have to gather, be faithful and gather with us. We must not be together and you are at home. That is not how to be in church. We must be together. Why? Because it's not a good thing to be alone in your house. So your first role, and we see that clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. Be faithful. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You may not have money. You may not be well. Why do we have cardigans? It's to wear. <laughs> Why is there para? Take it. And let's fellowship. Let's fellowship faithfully. It's your role. This evening, I am playing my role as the pastor of the church. Your role is also to come to church. Don't let anything stop you. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And he went on and said, our feet shall stand in thy gates. O Jerusalem. Our feet. So, coming to church is a role. If you belong to this family and we are gathering on Saturday evenings, you must gather with us. We gather also on Tuesdays. But it's not a physical gathering like this. We have an online gathering. Preach it. Get some airtime and let's gather online. Our pastor prays with us on Tuesday mornings and Friday mornings. We don't meet in a stadium. We meet online. Whenever we are gathering, please gather with us. Let God be true. And every man So that's number one. You must not be found outside when we are gathering. So if someone is to provide a bus to bring you to church and that bus comes late or doesn't come at all, you must be angry instead of saying that 
praise God, the bass gospel. It's not my fault. And also, being a faithful attendee does not just mean you must attend church. You must attend it with joy. Because in many instances, it is not what you do, but it is how you do it. How you do it sets you apart from the rest. When you are coming to church, don't have the demeanor of somebody going to write an exam. Some of you come to church as if you are going to write A level. You must be joyful. David said, I was glad. I was happy. Be happy to come to church. It's your home. Come. Come. Come to church. When we say faithful, we mean constant. We mean regular. We mean reliable. We mean unchanging. We mean being there, being committed. Church attendance should be an important part of your life. Saturday morning when you wake up, iron your clothes. When you iron your clothes, you are anticipating a church service. Call a friend. Can I go to church with you? And when you are walking through the gates, be thankful that you have come to church. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. So nothing about a church should let you feel pressured. And if it's the way the pastor preaches that you don't like, Change your church, but go to church with joy. I am aware that if this service was pastored by Pastor Lester, there will be much joy because he's a good preacher. Allow me to also learn how to preach. Be patient with me. Am I preaching already? Oh, then clap. I'm preaching already. Wow. Really? Am I approaching Pastor Lester? Wow. Oh, then I must, I must, I must begin to wear colorful clothes. I'm approaching Pastor Lester. Beautiful. Coat of many colors. Be happy to be in church. And one of the ways to be happy to be in church is to contribute to the happiness. But we'll get there. But before we get there, let's get there. Don't come to church expecting someone to make you happy. Do you see? Yes. 
come and make us happy. By making us happy, you will also be happy. So if it's the choir that makes us happy, join them and sing better than the singers. Join. If it's the ashes, there's a way you can be ashes. You want to come to church again. And when you are coming, you want to use a particular gate because the sentinel there does well. So it's all gladness. You can also be an usher. You usher people as if you, 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 are, you are in your period with menstrual cramps and you are a man. How can a man behave as if you are in your period with menstrual cramps? Smile! Smile. Smile. Church is the place. Smile. Smile. It's a beautiful place. But in case it's not beautiful, help to make it beautiful. I also come to church just like you. I have my work. I am now doing my work. The choir sang and so on. Have the dancing stars ministered? They are here too. I can't wait for them. Those guys are great. But, 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 but even though I'm not a dancer, I'm not in the choir, I'm not an usher, you should see me. I am always quarreling. Yes. Things that don't concern me. I'm always, before I preach, you don't have any idea. My wife knows the emotions I have before I step up there. Even right now, there was an issue. Somebody who must do something hasn't come to do it. Just forgotten his work. Because I want to make it nice. Why won't you join me to make it nice? So that coming to church will be a joy. A joy. And not a chore. Number one. Your first role is to be a faithful Faithful is the word. Can you underline faithful? Because you can be an attendee with an Ill, irregularly irregular attendance. Be around all the time. And enjoy church. Is the presence of God. Number two. Number two. Your second role in the church is that of a stable Christian. Stable. You must be planted in a local church and be established there. Do not form the habit of roaming from one church to the other. Seeking signs and wonders or other solutions. There are sign seekers. So this time is not about attending church, but being stable as a member. Stable. Stable. Be stable. 
Don't have two minds. Don't have two minds. Don't have two minds about your pastor. Don't have two minds about the church. Don't, ma- don't have two minds about your Christian friends and brothers. Be stable. And the Bible uses something to explain stability. Psalm 92. Verse number 12. Psalm 92. It says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Verse 13. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. God means for you to flourish. You should look nice. Your life should be better. Your life should be nicer. You cannot join a church and rather you are growing lean. You cannot join a church and you are rather depressed. If a church depresses you, don't be a part of that church. There's no force. God's mind is that you should flourish. Flourish. You should, your life should be nice. There are a couple of new converts. I saw about two months ago. Now when I see them, they look nicer. Just looking at them, see that even their skin tone is changing. They are flourishing already. They are flourishing already. Now, the tree God uses is the palm tree. Verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree and the under tree is the cedar tree that is a massive tree but it is not just massive it is stable why are you not stable why is backsliding fashionable to you why are you in a church with two minds Why? You must have one mind. It's like marrying a woman and regretting. I want you to be stable. Be a stable member. You must love your church. You must like your church. And you, you, you see, the word that is used here is that of a stable Christian. The, the English word is stable. Now, you will never know you are stable until there is a storm. You, you can't tell which tree is, is stable. When you go to the forest, all the trees are there. 
Where was I recently? There was a storm in the night recently. I went somewhere and the tree was down. Before the storm, all the trees are standing. Every tree is standing. Before a strong wind, all poles are standing. You know you are stable when you are resilient after a storm, during a storm. And I'm saying that don't let any wind blow you away. Remain solid. Because after every storm, some trees are still standing. And you are that tree. You are in this church and you are expecting that there will not be problems in this church. I mean, why are there no problems? You have a pastor and you expect the pastor to be perfect. You must be a very wicked person. Your pastor shouldn't make a mistake. Your pastor shouldn't mistakenly blast you. How can you be in a church and expect perfection? So when we use the word stable, we mean that a church is also a place where things can blow you away. Your problems can blow you away. Your, your, your remedials can blow you away. Your pregnancy can blow you away. Your marriage can blow you away. But no matter the storm, try and remain. An offense can blow you away, but remain. Do you know the type of stories that were going on about Jesus Christ? Why wouldn't you read your Bible a little? But you see, at the bottom of all this is on spirituality. And I'm hoping that chapter 1 to 11 will spiritualize you a little. So that your analysis is more spiritual than canal. Be stable. You will hear stories about your church. Be stable. You hear stories about your pastor. Be stable. There were stories about Jesus. He was called a drunkard. And yes, a wine bibber. He was called a foodian. Read your Bible. A glutton. They said, even, even, even one thing about Christ that is sad is that people twisted his preaching. Mm. One day he was preaching and he said, try me. I will destroy this temple and build it after three days. And they knew what he was talking about. That he was talking about this body. But they twisted the message to say that Jesus said he was going to destroy Solomon's temple and build it after three days. You can come to church and hear a message preached. A message preached. 
By the time you get home, the message has been twisted on social media. Be stable in your mind and be around. You hear stories about yourself. I'm talking about stable. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Have one mind. When you marry a woman, you will hear people say things about her. Yes. I've heard things about my mother. I heard stories about my father. I've heard stories about my wife. Yes. If you are going to go buy stories, you are not going to do well in life. this evening before I came to church, there are stories about me on social media. Somebody I have not even sat down to argue with says I've called him a devil and he he, he, had, whether, whether, whether he, he prayed that if he's a man of God, God should punish me and God has punished me. <laughs> and you see, the point and, and, and is blessing him. And, 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 and if, I, if I go on into who is talking, you, you, you ask, am I the one is, is this boy is talking about? But it is necessary because there are demons that on the same page, somebody blasted him and he said, oh, I, I have called him to apologize. But I have not even spoken to him in, in 10 years. I'm saying that you will hear lies about lighthouse. Don't believe it. Even if it is true, stay in the church. Nowhere is cool. Even if it is true. Even if it is true that God is punishing me, be with a man. When Jesus was on the cross, his disciples identified with him. So if I'm on the cross, be with me. Don't follow stories. A lot of them are lies. Be stable. Like as I have the chance now with a the microphone, then I can also begin to say things about such a person. Because there's a lot to say about such a person. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. I am focusing on something. I've got a church to build. Let's concentrate and be happy. The next news I will hear will be about you. But I must have a mind about you that you are a good person and we are, we are brothers. After all, don't some of you have brothers who are weed smokers? You yourself, haven't you smoked weed before? You yourself. What is your role? I've not gone to pick a message to preach tonight because of something. I've been preaching this last week. Last week, this is what I preached. This was last week. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I've even turned the page. 
has found out some things are going on on social media and I've gone to pick a new book and I'm preaching a message. That it says that today's message is saying that you must be stable. Have one mind. You have one mind about me if you want to be here. Don't do that. Can't you see how the book is even tired? This is, I've been using this book. I'm preaching from this book. I've not changed the topic. Last week was chapter 11. I'm preaching chapter 12. Be stable. I'm going to follow stories. I'm going to follow stories. Why in this world don't you have stories? But this evening, I felt proud. Very proud. That as my father is on social media, I am also on social media. Beautiful. It's an, it's an anointing. I love it. Because you can't stay anywhere. You can't marry your nice wife. You can't marry your nice husband. You can't be in church. You can't be here. You can't be here. I mean, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm over 50 years. It means I've lived for a very long time. I have never read lies about a church like I have read in the past two weeks. Lies. Lying. Lying. And fabrication. But Forget about what I just said. Even if they are true. If they are true. And so what? So you are leaving the church. While you are going there, you won't believe what is there waiting for you. Can you please sit down? Please sit down. I'm advising you, say, say, be stable. When I offend you, just be around. Don't have an attitude. Don't destroy yourself. Don't do that. Be stable. Love her. Love him. Be together. She will offend you. It's a family. Somebody will say something to you that will, you are, you, you, it will annoy you. You are not happy with the comment the brother made. You are not happy with the comment the sister made. And so, yes, you are not happy. You will be angry. But recover and flow. Recover and relate. Recover and be a Christian. Be stable. Be stable. Don't let the sister push you to ICGC. Stay here. Here. Don't allow me 
to push you to action. Don't allow me to push to, to make you a Presbyterian by force. Be here, be offended, and be here. Let's be here. Let's enjoy our lives. Your role. You have a role, sir. You have a role. Your role is one to be a faithful attendee and your second role is to be a stable Christian and finally number three your number three role your third role is to pay your tithes how I wish the noise I was hearing was converted to shame at somebody you know is not paying tithes. Now, this is what our pastor is teaching us. It's your role. Giving your tithes 10% of your income regularly Every month or whenever you receive your income is your role. That when you get, when I give you 10 Ghana cities, you pay one Ghana city, you give one Ghana city. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase all when you are in a church and you don't pay your tithes you are an unfaithful Christian you are unfaithful you are not playing your role you see right now I am playing my role and you are not playing your role I've paid my tithes. And I'm preaching. You haven't paid your tithes. And you have come to church. It's 2 1. It should be 2 2. There is something called tithes. Tithes. And it's not workers only who pay tithes, babies pay tithes. Babies pay tithes. When you have a baby and you do the outdooring and people bring gifts to the baby, let the baby pay tithes. When you go to school and your father gives you pocket money, pay tithes. Today, a brother came to introduce his beloved to me. Beautiful girl. And I asked the guy, why are you in love with a Zambian? 
She's a Zambian baby. He said, she's very spiritual. And I said, why do you say she's very spiritual? I was expecting to say, she prays a lot. Yeah, well, she said this. He said, she, 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 she calls me and asks me if I have gone to the prayer garden to pray. And if I say no, she will say, let's go. Oh. I said, is there anything else? And he said, yes. He said, anytime I get money and she hears about it, she tells me, have you paid tithes? And when I say no, she says, pay tithes. And I told him, you are a foolish boy. Why should your beloved make you pay tithes? I said, how long? How often? Say, all the time. It's me, it's me. I said, so you, Titan is not in your life. And I told the Zambian girl, you must be afraid of this boy. You must be. If you are the one to tell him to pay tithes. But what a, what, what a blessing to see that they are successful are into tithe payment. May you be a sister who pays tithes. So I hope you are changed. I hope you are changed. It's your role. I'm, I'm saying to you, when you receive a gift, a blessing, some money, and you don't pay tithes, you are not being faithful to God. You are being wicked to God. All the things, the microphone I'm using, it is tight. Offerings, at least in this little church, Offerings are about 30% of our income. Offerings. Oh, you know yourself, you know how much you give for offering. Some of you come and stand here and, and, then, and, and, and then you give air. You could come on. Air. Tights are what we are using. The building you are seeing here is, you can call it tight cathedral. So when you are in it and you don't pay tithes, you are a very, 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 very wicked person. A very wicked person. Very wicked. You are not a good person. You are not a good person. And I think when someone says you are not a good person, it's, it's more serious than you are wicked. You, you are not good. You are inherent. Anybody listening to me, those of you online, some of you don't pay tithes. Yes, you. You don't pay tithes. You are not a good person. You are an ungrateful person. One day, if the Lord allows, I, I will teach you about tithing. Yes. Let me add one more. Number four. No, ask your neighbor, will you pay your tithes? Look, look, let me tell you. If you pay, if you pay your tithes, if you have to choose between offering and tithes, pay your tithes. And then pay your offerings. You don't choose between 
you, are, you are in a church. We are dancing. We are enjoying music. The pastor is preaching. Nice place. And you, you don't want to contribute to the upkeep of the church. It's not a good thing. I mean, am I allowed to speak the truth when I'm preaching? Am I allowed? Can I? Oh, it sets you free. All right. Then let me just speak the truth. I mean, if the truth is there, we, we must say it. You see, when you don't pay your tithes, which is used to support the church, and you are in the church dancing, and those who don't pay tithes, they dance and they, they, they treat the tiles. See, once they are dancing, they use the tiles. Now, can I speak the truth to you? You need to hear the truth. It's the truth. You can do nothing about the truth. And the truth is that if you are in a church, enjoying the church, and you don't pay tithes, you are cursed. Please. There is a, a, a curse rests on you. For many reasons. One of the reasons is that when you don't pay tithes, you have stolen from God. And, and, and Zechariah chapter 5 talks about a curse that comes into the house of a thief. Verse 4. Zechariah 5 and verse 4. When you don't pay tithes, there is a curse that comes upon you. And it's the curse of a thief. Malachi 3 says, you have robbed me. You have robbed me. So, when you don't pay tithes, the label on you is not nurse. It's not usher. It's not pastor. It's not reverend. The label on you is thief. And just by being a thief, it says, I will bring it forth, said the Lord of hosts. This is a specially designed case. Not for fornicators or murderers, but for thieves. I will bring it forth, said the Lord of hosts. And it shall enter into the house of the thief. Whether you believe it. You know, spiritual things, eh? Ignorance doesn't exclude, doesn't excuse you. When it comes to spiritual things, knowing or not knowing, it lands on you. It's a, it, en- it shall enter into the house of the thief. Into the house of him that sweareth falsely by my name. It shall remain in the midst of his house. It shall consume it with the timber thereof. And the stones, like the blocks that make the house, they have soaked in curses. So in the night, they emit curses. I'm not joking. Apart from this angle, God himself places a curse on the people who don't pay tithes. Malachi 3. He said, you are cursed. So from any angle, it's a cursed life. If 
you don't want to paint the heights, don't walk with God. I can take a book and read to you blessings that come to Titus. Forget about those ones. I'm saying that if you don't pay tight, you are introducing a problem in your life. You are introducing a difficulty. You are introducing a difficulty in an already precarious life. Number four says, your role in the church is to give offerings. It's your role. When we are giving offerings, you can't withhold your offerings. It's your role to give offerings. When I finish preaching, we will give offerings. And it's your role. It's your role. Why should you give offerings? Because that is how God blesses you. Give. And it shall be given to you. Luke 6, 38. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. God, you see, God doesn't like it when you are a very bad advertisement. Like people know you as a Christian. But you are a hustler. You are a beggar. You are not blessed. We must become good advertisements for God. So it is very important to God that you are blessed. It's very important that you are blessed. And one of the ways to draw blessings into your life is to give. When you don't give, a lot of things are withheld from you. And your life looks dry. You wear shoes without socks because you don't have socks. You wear one pair of trousers. Yes, somebody can give you a pair of trousers to change how you look. I'm looking at the choir. Not everything they are wearing belongs to them. I mean, people are wearing dinner shirts with bow ties and so on. Oh, 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 fine. I mean... But it's not God's will for you to be borrowing bow tie and borrowing sets and wigs. When you give, it causes people to give to you. And people must give to you because there is nothing you have that you did not receive. Your glasses, you received it. Nothing, including your strength. What do you have? What do you have that you did not receive? Everything is received. Our lives are lived by receiving. So when you live a life that blocks you from receiving, you are blocking your life from becoming exuberant and luxuriant. 
I'll take it again. Our lives are lived. This is how we live. This is how we live our lives. We live our lives by receiving. Nobody, the richest man in the, in, either in the world or in the universe, he lives his life by receiving. That's how we live. That's why there is audacity in that question. What? Point to something you have that you did not receive. Point to it. You went to buy it with what money? And how did you get the money? You went to work. How did you get the energy to work? I don't even want to analyze the question. The Bible is asking, what you, do you have that you don't receive? Nothing. Everything is received. Even the voice I am using to preach, I received it. Because when I came to stand on the stage, I didn't have a voice. But now I'm preaching. It means it came from somewhere. So when you live your life as if you don't need me, you don't need her, I don't need you, whatever, you are, you are, you are, you are demon possessed. There's an evil spirit working in you. Because you may not need me today, but soon, you, you, you check your phone, you call my phone one day. Call my phone. And when you call my phone, I will come. Because I'm a Christian. I'm trying to go to heaven. Mommy, every life you will live is by receiving. So don't do things that will prevent you from receiving. Like what? Don't not give. Don't not give. Don't make yourself the poverty assemblyman of the church. Because chairman is too big a word. It's not nice to present yourself as someone who is so poor that when you come to church, you don't give. You only sit on a bus and go to church. You are cursing yourself. But how do I know? Go back to Malachi 3. Let's read it and close. I'll put the book down next week. Let's read it, Malachi 3. Verse 7. 8. That's it. I will not even read it for you to see that I read it and twisted the verse. You yourself read it in English. Let's all read it. It's on the screen. One go. Beautiful. Start again. One go. You know something? We've ended the service. So can you please stand up and let's read and go. Everybody stand to your feet. Please. Let's read the verse. One go.
Verse 9. Because you are a nation. How do I know you are a nation? A woman was pregnant in the Bible and she was described as, she was carrying twins. They said, two nations are within thee. You are a nation. Not giving offerings, eh? Look, I will tell you, don't, don't present yourself as a poor person. So, look, in the Old Testament, maybe I didn't, I, I, I don't have the time now. But let me just tell you, so you can go home and read. In the Old Testament, when it came to sacrifices, everybody sacrificed. Some who were as rich as Pastor Lester came with bulls and oxen. Some who were like Boachi brought sheep. Others like Pastor Ima brought goats. Others who didn't have anything. I don't want to point to anyone who doesn't have anything. They were they brought turtle doves, birds. You had to bring something. You can't see me. You had. There was nobody who came to the temple with ten fingers. If you couldn't afford a cow, you had to bring a small bed to kill it. Catch a bed. You had to bring. I'm look. Don't be a, as a member of a Christian church. Don't think that you are you are making yourself um, um, the underdog. You are making yourself someone to be pitied by sitting in church services and not giving offerings. It brings, it rather worsens your problems. Find a coin and drop it in. Don't do that. Then don't come to church. It was a warning in the Old Testament that nobody was allowed to come to Christ, to God empty. That none, none, none shall come before me empty. Nobody. Don't be in the church and make yourself like some poor person from gravel pits. Then you have nothing. It's like, like in the like you are a poor person who doesn't have anything. So people have to give you oranges. So this sister she doesn't give offerings at all. What's wrong with you? Oh, then please get some twenty Ghana. No, you are rather introducing a case. Is it? Uh, we read it. Is there? Now what? What's on the screen? There are some points we put on the screen that I dictated. This is not one of them. This one is from God. This Bible. Don't do that. It's your role. Every relationship has got give and take. Any relationship where you are just a taker. I said you are just a taker. You just come to enjoy a word. You enjoy lights. Some people from somewhere, it's even the trip, it's like they are like tourists. 
Because the whole week they have been in their village. So when a bus comes, they all sit on it and they come to church. And when they enter, they don't they, they enter and go back and go and sit under a tree. Because they are not coming to church. It's the bus ride they are looking for. These things bring curses. If you are online, don't say you are in America so you won't give. It's not good. There's a number on the screen for send wave. Give. Even me, the preacher, I give. I give. Check the records. My name is there. Don't. A time comes you don't have much. You know, it's difficult. Find a coin. And I mean a coin. Find one Ghana. Not forgetting the tithes you should have paid on that one Ghana. You know, God wants to bless us. But there's a way you can live your life. That's why I love this chapter. I wish I had 10 weeks to preach it. Your role as a church member. It's your role. It's your responsibility to give. To pay tithes. To give offerings. Lift your hands and let's close. Father, we ask you to touch us. Let this message change something. Let it introduce a blessing in somebody's life. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. As every head is bowed, please. Please put your hand down and close your eyes, please. Let's bow our heads. Let's bow our heads. You are here today. You are not born again. You are not born again. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your personal savior. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, pray for me. If you are here like that, just lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, lift your hand to, to receive Jesus into your life. He's, he's, he's your Lord and he's your lover. He's your lover. Lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I don't know Jesus. If I were to die right now, I'm going to hell. Lift your hand high. I can see. Lift it high. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift it high. Above your head. Above your head. Above your head. Father, we thank you for today. We say let your will be done continually in our lives. Let us see your hand. Let's see your glory. Let's see your blessing. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. And let's take the communion. Let's come to the Lord's table. Take it. This is my body which was broken for you. Drink. This is my blood which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, 
And my blood is drinking deep The cup of blessing which we bless Is the communion of the blood of Christ Lift your bread Lift your bread Say this is the body of Christ This is the body of Christ Oh I cannot hear you Say this is the body of Christ This is the body of Christ I belong to the body of Christ. I belong to the body of Christ. As I eat this, as I eat this, I'm joined to the body. I'm joined to the body. I'm joined to the church. I'm joined to the church. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. For my inclusion. For my inclusion. For my blessing. For my blessing. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful table. What a beautiful table. Is the table of the king. Is the table of the king. Lift up your cup. Say this is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. Say this. This is a cup of blessing. It's a cup of blessing. Say there is a blessing in it. 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 The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. As I drink it. As I drink it. And I'm a part of this body. And I'm a part of this body. I am blessed. I am blessed. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Let's drink it. Lift your hands, everyone. Father, I pray that your blessing will find everyone. Oh, yes, let's walk in your blessing, Lord. Ah. And mercifully guide us to walk with you. Amen. Mercifully guide us to love you. Amen. Mercifully guide us to know you. Mercifully guide us to walk worthy of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Say this prayer after me, my brother. Lift your hands and say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Let's all join him. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I commit my life to you. I commit my life to you. Because I realize I am far. Because I realize I am far. I have sinned. I have sinned. I've done many mistakes. I've done many mistakes. Help, help, help me. Help me. To walk with you. To walk with you. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. And make me your child. And make me your child. I want to live for you. I want to live for you. Give me a future. Give me a future. And a hope. And a hope. In you. In you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.